Gunner, the coaches have talked frequently about how proud they are to have so many games where they've ended it with long drives and been able to kneel out the clock. I know your goal every time as an offense you get on the field is to score a touchdown. What's that like when you get down and you're close and the coaches say, hey, let's go into victory formation? What's that like as a player? Um, I mean, the goal as an offense, the score is every time we get the ball, but the goal as a team is to win the game. And so if we're up on the scoreboard, it doesn't really matter. You know, I'm, I'm happy with the win, um, you know, because at the end of the day, the, the reason that we want to score points on offense is to win the game. So if we're already doing that, then it's it's fun. I, I There's no way I'd rather end the game than in victory formation. So they, you know, we talk about style points with the playoff and you guys wanting maybe a, a, a bigger bowl or do, does that ever enter the conversation with the players is like, hey, maybe we maybe we need some more points to get more attention or or do you guys more worry about just the karma side? Hey, let's just win. Just keep winning and let that do the talking. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't talk about, you know, what could have been. We just look to the next game and, you know, think about, all right, if we take care of this, that's all that matters, because at the end of the day, really the only thing that matters and you see this time and time again with the college football playoff is that wins are the most important thing. Mitch and then Alex. Yeah, Gunner, um, you come back from, from two different, uh, not necessarily different, but two injuries this year. What are you doing to have such speedy recoveries to get back on the field? Um, I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate, fortunate injury. The M, it's, it was the MCL both times, pretty much the exact same thing. And so, uh, supposedly to, to get that one better, it's like a miracle worker to do leg press. And so I hit leg press like two or three times a day, as soon as I heard it. And it's, it's, it's crazy how fast I recover. I mean, at the beginning of the week, I'm not even really walking. I'm on crutches. And then by the end of the week, after doing that for four days straight, I'm sprinting. So, I mean, it has to work some somehow. What's your, your motivation, uh, you know, because when you're going through something like that where you're barely able to walk, uh, what's motivating you to, to, to not shut it down for the year and, and still keep playing? I mean, I just want to get on the field and help my teammates out. If I can play, if I'm good enough to play, um, there's no excuse to not get my body ready to, to do that, um, you know. So if, if it works and, and I'm good to play, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out and help my teammates out. If not, then, you know, I'll be smart about it and, and make sure my body's right. But so far, I've, I've felt good enough to play, and, and so that's what I've been doing. Gunnar, um, <clears throat> a mini follow-up to that. Does that mean, like, a lot of weeks this season, you've been kind of, like, having to have this little rehab on your knee, or is this just recently? Oh, no, for sure. It's I mean, I hurt my knee on, like, the second series of the season in Arizona, and I, I haven't really been, been 100% the entire year. Um, you know, I've been bracing it the entire year. Even even before that last injury, I had a, a brace underneath. That's why I wore those those tights every single game to to cover it up. But I, I haven't been healthy the entire season. I've been playing through that, but it's been good enough to go, and I, I don't feel like it slowed me down at all. Gotcha. Um, so in terms of um, <clears throat> about you guys are about to go to USC to, to Southern California, you got some teammates that are from kind of from the area, either from the state or, or from – Southern California, that kind of area. How much anticipation do you kind of see from those teammates in kind of being or looking forward to to playing USC? You know, being being in that area again, maybe inviting friends, family to go to the game, things like that. Yeah, you know, they've been talking about it um, this entire week. They said every kid that grows up in Southern California, it's their dream to play in the Coliseum, whether it's for USC or against USC. 
And so that added motivation is leaking into everybody. You know, everybody wants to go and, and, and beat them at their own field. The Coliseum's a historic college football stadium. USC is a good football team historically. And so, I mean, it's, it's this, this game, we don't need extra motivation. Everybody's ready to go play. Jay and then Jared. Hey, Gunnar, over the summer, you kind of told us that this is probably going to be your last year, and then obviously you walked uh, on senior day. Um, but, you know, you've had some injuries this year that have probably, you know, kept you off the field a little bit. Are you, have you changed your mind, or are you still – is this still it for you? Um, you know, I, I kind of just am waiting to see what happens. You know, I figure finish out the season – um, weigh my options, but keeping everything open right now. So no doors are closed. Everything is still open, but we're going to reevaluate everything at the end of the season. And I'm kind of just pushing it back, kind of focusing on finishing out the season strong, and then and then we'll see where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you mentioned just the mystique, the aura that uh, USC has, uh, the Coliseum. Um, what have coaches maybe told you guys about that? Have they said anything as far as keeping an even keel and not getting overhyped for it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, USC, they're, they're a team that has unlimited talent. They're one of the most talented rosters if you look at recruiting and stars in the country. And so, you know, maybe it doesn't show in the, the wins and losses category this year, but their team, they can turn it on any week. And so that's, that's kind of the thing that, that's been talked about most is, you know, you can't take any team lightly. Um, you, they can come and, and be, you know, one of the top teams in college football if they, if they, if they play like it. So we got to just go and play our best football and really just focus on our football and whatever USC comes, then, you know, we're going to, we're going to try and take care of that. Gunnar, this is a question along that same lines. You're facing a defense that just gave up 62 points to its rival and that's not going to make any defender happy with that performance like you said, this is a dangerous team, a team that you know really doesn't have anything to lose. What have you seen as you look at them and as you prepare for this game? Yeah, you know, like I said, they're, they're a super athletic team. Um, you know, they got guys all over the field that can play at the next level. So it's, it's one thing um, to, you know, prepare for them because you, you know that if, if it's a close game, if it's a tight game, if they come out fired up, then it could be a dogfight. They, they have some ballers on their team. And so that's one thing that we're, we're just preparing for is just to try and try and put it on them early and, and you know, hopefully run away with it. But we're, we're ready for the dogfight if needed. We'll do last question from Alex. Gunner, last game, um, you guys played without um, Neil and um, you know, Coach A. Rod just said that he's that Neil is also officially out for this next game. But against Georgia Southern, there seemed to be a really balanced um, attack from the receivers. Um, balanced performance, I should say. What allows this receiver core to be so balanced um, on on the field? I mean, our depth is unreal. I've never been a part of a team that has such depth at the receiving core. I mean, and we haven't even seen a lot of guys that we, we could go five or six deep in the, into the depth chart and people could still go out and play and have production. Um, so I think that's really what makes a difference. You know, if, if one guy goes down like Neil did, we just have all the next guys step up. You know, Keanu Hill stepped up and had a great game last week. Um, so that's that's really what it is.